0: Welcome to Digital Conversations, a podcast
1: about using digital channels to engage your prospects and customers and make more money. All right, everyone. Welcome to Digital Conversations. I am your host, Billy Bateman. Thanks for joining us today. I hope everyone is having a great day wherever you may be. And today I am joined by Jim Huffman. Jim, thanks for joining me.
0: Awesome, Billy. Pumped to be here.
1: Yeah, this is going to be really fun. We're going to do something a little different today. Um, We're going to go and do some funnel teardowns. But before we get into that, um, first tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and about Growth Hit.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm Jim Huffman, I'm the CEO of Growth Hit. We're a growth marketing agency. We've been around, you know, little over four years and where we kind of play is kind of functioning as that outsourced head of growth. So we like to come in, we work with, you know, it could be, you know, startups, you know, just did an ARB round of funding, or it could be a more established company. And really the name of the game is trying to run on-site experiments, do convert rate optimization to, you know, get ROI to prove unit economics and go to that next level. Um, so it's simply put, it's standing up funnels and trying to scale them to kind of hit business goals. But yeah, we've, we've worked with over hundred companies, that oh, generate 250 million bucks in, in sales and we've run a lot of tests. We failed a lot, but we've had some successes. So that's kind of the, 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 the spiel, if you will.
1: Awesome, man. So let's back up just a little bit. Tell us um, how you got into this and and how you got started.
0: Yeah, I actually started my career in finance and investment banking. I was the person working on spreadsheets late in the evening. And um, I I was doing M&A deals. And what was so cool was being in these meetings where people were about to sell their company. And, you know, I'm in the room with lawyers, with MBAs. But the person that blew me away was the entrepreneur on that other side of the table. And I was like, I want to be working for that guy or girl. I want to like be the one helping grow these companies. And so, shoot, that was like 10 years ago. And that's when I kind of left finance and got into, I guess you could say startups, because as you're looking to go for early stage growth companies, it was very much digital. And so I was in Dallas at the time. I moved to New York and worked with one. And that's where I just started learning a little bit of everything, like email marketing, SEO, paid advertising, and from that, I was able to be a part of two pretty high-growth companies and got connected with some venture capital firms. And that led to me doing one-off consulting with companies that were like, hey, we're trying to figure out how to grow. I was teaching uh, digital marketing at this place called General Assembly. It's like a you know marketing classes for professionals. And all yep. that kind of snowballed into, you know, maybe I should figure it out if I'm going to do this consulting thing full-time or not. And uh, I decided to go all in, and, and that's when I, I started Growth Hit. And so, yeah, that, that's a little bit of you know how I accidentally fell into this uh, agency world.
1: Cool. Well, I love to love to hear the story of how you got into it. So, what we're going to do today is we're going to go through three funnels that, that you've selected. You guys have actually done a teardown, and people can find these on your website. Where do they where do they go to find them?
0: Yeah, so we we have a a content website called uh, Funnel Teardowns. It's funnelteardowns.net, not .com, unfortunately not available. And essentially, we were doing this for our clients where we were like, okay, who are your competitors? Okay, it's these guys done. Let's reverse engineer what they're doing. So we go through their entire funnel. We look at their ads. We look at their emails. And we basically present it because we're like, okay, here's what they're doing. How do we want to innovate on that or do something different? So we essentially decided to publish all that
1: cool awesome so i'm gonna for those of you that uh they're just listening um you we're gonna have this posted on the website so you can go watch um but we'll start with the first one i think we're gonna start with zoom with zoom and uh let's go through that
0: perfect yeah so zoom's pretty obvious as far as like okay that's a, a clear success story but i think what we need to understand is there was already a lot of video marketing or uh, like video collaboration tools. You know, you're having to compete with, you know, Google's video tool that's built into their calendar. So it, it's kind of obvious that they're the success story because the quality is so good, but their onboarding is fantastic. And how they get you to use the product in a frictionless way is, is kind of spectacular. So we'll just kind of go through this. So, you know, you've got your table stakes landing page. Uh, this one was kind of geared towards virtual events. Cause I think we pulled this one right as COVID was happening and people were looking for events, but in one kind of aside, anybody that's in a SaaS tool space, your best acquisition tactic is giving your product away for free. And zoom did this extremely well. So even their CTA is pretty nice. Sign up. It's free. Okay. Boom. You're clicking that. Um, you know, they, they've got the social proof, all the benefits of it. Um, they really are. The quality there. And so they're reinforcing that with social proof. But that, that, that's no surprise. Um, they have video testimonials, which is great. Um, but what's nice is, as they're pushing you, you know, you can do the request a demo. You can buy now. But really, their primary action is getting you to do that free trial. It's just asking yeah. for your email address. It's not not trying to too much information because it's like, what is the time to you learning about Zoom to getting you to use their product? And so I think we all have seen this, right? Their 40 minute yeah. limit free version. And what's nice is they like you're using the free version, they have the countdown clock until it expires. It's kind of funny. A lot of people during COVID, it's like, okay, we could do this call, but it's going to end real quick because we only have the free version. And it's like <sighs> if you had the paid version, you were a rock star. And this is not for business purposes. This is like for yeah. purposes that families would use. So, I, I think it's worth calling out how amazing that is and how that became a normal thing to know about the 40 minute limit, because they, I mean, it's not 30 minutes, it's not 45. They really hit that sweet spot. So I, I, I think that's worth applauding. So they have, let's call it product marketing. They have uh, in-app product marketing with this 40 minute limit, because it's trying to get you to go from free to paid with upgrading. So, It's also worth looking at their checkout page. So you go to their checkout page, like, okay, it's time to kind of upgrade. So what's really nice is, so it's going to be a subscription model. Um, They're really good at pushing you to the annual one over the monthly because obviously that's a better LTV. Um, They have, you know, you you can't see it for people listening, but like the three steps to check out, which is is really nice. But here's the most impressive thing is if you're buying this for business purposes, a lot of times the person that's using it is not the person that's paying for it. So look what they have at the very bottom. They have this share cart feature. So it's extremely easy for you just to copy the link, send it to your mail, manager whoever has that credit card to quickly get you your zoom account again you could do like an enterprise level or whatever but they're making it so simple so you're not having to like have someone log in and create account and do all that stuff so i think like all this combined is, is there's a lot to learn from it. Um, so yeah. And obviously they've got really nice upsells for webinars and for zoom rooms and all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive what they built.
1: Yeah, no, it is. Now I want to circle back to something you said, right. As you were starting this, which is, you know, for a SaaS, the best way is to, to give your product away in some in some form or fashion. So, what do you think? Do you think the free trial or like a freemium version um, is better?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So, with with freemium, the thing you need to understand is: do you have enough to get them to use it? And then, whatever is past that paywall, is it something that you're holding hostage that is actually going to get them to activate? Because in the case of Zoom, it's time, you know. And yeah. i I'd be really interested to see how they thought through that. But just you know, at an outsider's glance, the 40 minutes, a pretty nice sweet spot. Because if it has been like an hour, 30 minutes, I don't think anybody would be upgrading. Right. So, so yeah. that's for the freemium version for the trial. Uh, one thing to know, AppCues did this study on free trials. Um, a lot of people, if you have a free trial, they won't even like look at sales pages. They'll just jump in and do the learning and discovery there. And so I would be very aware of, okay, do you have a great onboarding in that trial to educate them on why they should, once the trial's up seven, 14, 30 days, they're going to upgrade. And also what is that magic moment of when, in the product you show saving time, money, or wowing them with quality? And is that tied to the length of that trial? Because we run this, this uh, experiment quite a bit with companies where how long is that trial? Um, we've yeah. seen where it hurts us where it's too long. Other times we're not people, giving people enough time, so they actually churn. So it, it totally depends on your product, your price point, and how hard it is to integrate it with your tools. But the, the main point is if you have a product use that as a acquisition or marketing tool, um, and give it to them in free, whether it's freemium or as a free trial.
1: Cool. So, uh, before we move on, on the free trial length, that's an interesting debate. Like we've had it here at chat funnels. Like how long should the tree, the free trial be, um, what have you seen? Like, you know, we're at a 14 day free trial right now seems to be working all right for us. Um, but what are the trends that you've seen as you've looked at a lot of these?
0: Yeah, I think the first question is, um, what's involved in a free trial? And I mean that by like, if they use your tool, do you have to integrate it with like two to three other tools? Will it require other people? If so, it's going to be hard for them to really experience it in in a short time horizon. The other thing to factor in, with your product, when is there that wow factor? where they're like okay this is amazing this saves me x amount of time this is going to save me money or wow this is so much more enjoyable than my other experience and so like with that magic moment um how long does it take for them to get there and then also you know do you have your email drip sequence aligned with that free trial so yeah based on some of those variables uh, I play with that but honestly I <sighs> I I like being somewhat aggressive on being shorter, um, as long as you you're able to prove that people are going to experience why the product is great. Because from yeah. the second someone hears about something, um, the time after that, their their love for it will kind of wane a little bit. So you want to, um, I think momentum is very important.
1: Cool, I, I agree. I agree. All right, let's let's hop into the next one.
0: Okay. So um, so obviously that was a SaaS product. Um, to kind of switch it up, I want to look at Curology. So Curology is a direct-to-consumer product that does personalized skincare. And they've raised, actually now I think they've raised $40 million and they were testing their funnel quite a bit and they just settled on this one and it's been amazing at like how it's become a conversion machine and so they're doing I think the hardest thing in DTC they're going for subscription and so they do this by starting with a free trial and then getting you to opt into a subscription you know Harry's with razors did this really well um the other thing that they're doing is their quiz type of onboarding which I was, I've was i been skeptical on that, but honestly, we've been testing that lately. And another D2C brand, Third Love, that does like uh, women's undergarments, their funnel super impressive with it. So let, let's kind of get into what they're doing. So, yeah. the, their landing page, they're doing the most important thing that you need to do on a landing page, and it's with your headline. It should not talk about your product or service, it should use a very special word, which is you. It should be a benefit-focused headline, right? So with this, it's a custom bottle for your acne, your blackheads, and no one else. That The words actually rotate. Um, the second thing, their headline or their image, aligns with the benefit focus headline playing to the problem solution, you know, with before and afters, it's a little infomercial infomercially, but before and after photos work very well. And then their CTA it's, it's unique and specific to that next step. It's like, see if you're eligible, almost playing up to scarcity. So so you're jumping into the funnel and then right away look, look what happens. You essentially go into a quiz style onboarding. They remove the header, they remove the navigation all you can do is fill out the question or bounce. And so I think you call it an attention ratio where it's like, how many CTAs do you have on a page? And the less is better as far as what you're trying to get them to do. So they get your zip code to see if they can ship to you. And then, Once they're approved, they can ship. Look how early in the journey they're doing two things. They're showing you the price. It's free. Just pay $5 shipping. And then they're capturing your email address. That way, if you drop off, they can retarget you with onboarding. And also, it's at their advantage. It's free. You're just paying shipping. So, show the price early. So, you start getting into the funnel um, and you start answering questions and the thing that I like is the language they're using, again, it's second person, let's customize your formula because you're about to answer all these annoying questions they want you to, they're reinforcing the benefit of what you're going to get from this, you're going to get this custom skincare product, and then um, they have the progress bar, so you can see how far you're going, but what I really like is with the questions, they're not text-based they're visual, so you kind of fly through this on desktop and mobile um, which is really nice, so you're answering these questions, you're going through it, you've invested this time Um, and now here's the, the kind of magic moment they're like boom congratulations you get your one month free trial but to claim it enter in your payment information, that free trial in two months is going to um, turn into uh 30 bucks a month. And because you pay in two month increments, that's actually $60. So you went from learning about the pro- product, you know, getting one for free, all of a sudden you're kind of on the hook for 60 bucks. Now yeah. I, I don't want to like applaud trickery. I don't want to applaud misdirection. <laughs> you know, they are very transparent in this, but from a psychology standpoint, you've already invested time. It's like this sunk cost you don't want to give up, and that's yeah. why they've put this at the at the very end, um, and it's why this funnel has got them to forty million bucks uh, in funding. But it's also worth calling out. Um, for this product to work well, it's a subscription model, so it's about retention. So they need to educate you on how to use the product so you're happy with it and you have a strong uh, LTV lifetime value. So they're training you right here, hey, upload photos of your skin so we can see if the product's actually working because we're going to connect you with a dermatologist. So they're essentially forcing UGC, and that's why a lot of their ads have before and afters because people's skin's yeah. getting better. They're they're asking if they can use it in the ads and, and they are. So they get you to take selfies, but here's here's the cool part. They um they're like, okay, here's your treatment plan. They're actually getting you to opt in to SMS. To actually connect you with um a dermatologist. So if anyone's ever gone to a dermatologist, setting up an appointment's annoying you got to go to a place, they're essentially giving you a doctor on call through your phone. Um yeah. and so that part's uh, super impressive in my mind. But again, this um a lot of people are kind of uh innovating on top of this, but but this one's been a been a conversion machine.
1: Dude, this is I, I've never heard of these guys. Um this is crazy. I love how, as we went through this, like it was customized or your custom plan on every, every page as you're going through this. And, uh, they do use like a little bit of, of trickery, but, uh, (laughs) but it's not, as you look at this, for those of you that are just listening, as you look at it, if you read, you know, it's there, but, um, it is kind of just a little misdirection, um, to, you know, it's easier to swallow the $29 a month than the, uh, than the 60 bucks all in. Right.
0: Yeah. Totally. Totally. So, and that's why they put it at the very end. You're like, Oh crap. I've already invested all this time. Okay. so yeah. You go. yeah. I
1: love how they're, they're getting the user generated content, um, to get those testimonials. Um, just like it's easy, you know, they're making it easy for the customers to give them that content, uh, which is amazing.
0: No, for sure. And they're, um, We're actually adding it in, but they're, uh, they get your age. And so all of their retargeting content is age specific. So if you're a teenager, it has to do with acne. If you're a parent or older, it has to do with aging skin. So, um, really customizing the experience for the person's pretty powerful.
1: This is great.
0: Nice. Um, well, cool. Should we go to the final one? Go to Superhuman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is one that I actually, I tried to get into. I mean, like, I know they haven't been around that long, but, um, it feels like maybe a year ago or so I tried to get in. And by the time they finally got back to me, I had kind of lost interest, but
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what, that, that's so funny. Cause I, I was kind of the same way. And then I was on like a Slack me and someone had an extra invite, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. But I'll be honest. It was because a lot of people that I kind of respect were on it. Yeah. I definitely like fell into the like social proof. I'm like, oh, if they're doing it, I've, I've got to try it. So um it's Same funny when you, yeah. When you know it's working, you know what they're doing to you, but it still works. It's uh, I don't know if that's impressive or annoying, but yeah,
1: it works so, though. You got to respect it.
0: Totally. So I think it's worth calling out like what, like superhuman, it's a very aspirational name, but it's literally like a Gmail plugin. It's like a Chrome yeah. extension. It is not exciting, but they're trying to be, um, I might be hyping it up too much, but like the Tesla of of email and they're going at the, what they're doing well is, they're going after an easy target, which is your inbox because everyone hates it. No one's at inbox zero. It's it's an easy thing to hate on. And I love it when you have a big problem that you can villainize and just go all in on it. And they're going at it with speed. And so we are like the fastest email experience ever made. Like that's quite grand. But I will <laughs> say everything they hit you with is about speed. So, that, so just want to call out, email's quite boring and lame, but they're putting this aspirational cool factor to it. The other thing that they did is, that we'll get to is the personas they're going after are venture capitalists, it's agency owners, it's people that are just flying through emails. And so yep. with with these people, they're trying to build up this cache, so you can't just sign up for it. So notice their call to action, right? It's request access. So like, okay, I've, I, I've got a request access. That's dumb. What does that even mean? And so they literally won't let you use the product. You have to request access. And to even use it, you have to have someone give you an invite. And it's like, how do you even get these invites? And again, I got mine through a Slack community. So there is some exclusivity to it, and one thing I'll hit on is uh, they actually, similar to Hotmail, at the bottom of your email if you use Superhuman, it says sent by Superhuman, and you can take that out. But I've kept it in almost as a social experiment. It's insane how many people will email me back, be like, "Are you Superhuman? What's it like? What do you think of it?" And I'm just like, "That's insane." The like kind of mystique they've built around a. A Gmail Chrome extension. So, I mean,
1: um, yeah, it's just email. Yeah. It's literally
0: just email, like like what we've got to be nerds if we're getting excited about about email. So um so again, the call to action is very prevalent. They've got the sticky navigation at the top, so they're hitting you hard with the uh you know the premium product with how impressive it is. So they've got social proof. They've got big time people on it, and again, they're hitting up Crunchbase, uh, first round capital, a well known venture capital firm. So they know the persona that they're hitting on. And so once we get past all the social proof and, you know, it's similar to like Apple or Tesla when they roll out a product showing like the, the close-up shots is, is literally how the kind of brand feel goes with it, but it is pretty good. And so, um, as, as you get into it, you actually cannot use a product. You get into their onboarding sequence. And the reason is they want to train you to open their emails. And it does not come from the brand. It comes from their CEO. And their CEO, if you go to his Twitter, he is the best customer service CEO I've seen in a while. And so yeah. notice this email. like, Great. So happy you signed up. You're on the list. But sorry, the how you skip the line is by referring somebody. So taking a step back, if we look at the top launch strategies today date, they've been built on the back of a referral mechanism. Whether it's Robinhood with refer people to get early access, PayPal, refer people to get money, it's yep. a referral mechanism. And that's what they're doing here. And so again, I was trying to get referrals. I didn't know anybody. My, I wasn't going to do it, but then I saw it in the community. Um, you can't hear about pricing until email. So they don't have it on their page. And again, this is 30 bucks um, uh, per month for an email Chrome extension, which I think is like insane. Uh, And I, and I pay it by the way. And it's, I think it's, (laughs) I was going to ask, (laughs) are you paying it? i pay it and i actually love the product um and so that that's worth talking about but it's also worth calling out they don't have a pricing page so this is a big debate if you're a SaaS company because one rule of thumb is give them the pricing let people have it up front like if you go to a lot of cro agencies but they won't give it to you you have to work to find it and i think it's because it's so expensive um because if people saw that they'd initially bounce it's a big point of friction um And so what they're doing is, so once you can get your invite before, so this is what's kind of groundbreaking, we'll say groundbreaking for SaaS. This is a $30 SaaS tool before you can even use the product or do a free trial, which goes against what I like for Zoom they force you to fill out a question and schedule um, a demo. So before you can even do the free trial, you have to schedule a demo, um, which a lot of people were debating, is that scalable? Is that worth it? But here's what's interesting. When they ask you these questions, they're such nerdy email questions. Like, do you have multiple email accounts tied into one with your Gmail? Do you use your business and your professional? What tool are you using? How many hours a day are you on it? What types of emails do you send? Do you have pre-made email? drafts that we can look at, like they nerd out on it so much. You're like, this has got to be good. So in my 30 minute onboarding call, she essentially did a screen share where she she, she walked everything and set it up for me because the other mm-hmm. issue with uh superhuman, it's only as good as the rules that you set up to get that like lightning fast speed. And so she yeah. literally did that for me in 30 minutes. And when I followed up with questions, she also like helped me do that because they know it's like a free trial. Um, it's only as good as getting to that magic moment. And I think they realized that people wouldn't set this up on their own because it's kind of a, yeah. a pain. But if they hold your hand, you're going to get to that magic moment. Um, so so this one has... Oh, and one thing to call out, we're actually adding it to this teardown. Their email onboarding sequence is probably the best one I've seen for a SaaS company. And it's, really? it's, not, it's not visual emails. It's text-based emails. It's coming from the CEO. And every email only highlights one thing. And it's a GIF of showing some feature they have and how it makes your inbox faster. Um, But it's, 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 it's quite impressive.
1: Cool. I love it, man. I love it. This has been, this has been great. Um, The superhuman, you know, I no, I wasn't cool enough to have anyone invite me, but they used to, you know, you could request (laughs) access and they still have it here, but it took forever. Oh, do they
0: really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And by the time I, um, somebody got back to me, I want to say it was 60 to 90 days. We'd actually moved off of Gmail onto Outlook. So it was like, well, The ship has sailed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it is crazy that people are paying 30 bucks for an extension, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But to go back to your pricing point, like they don't give you that pricing up front because 30 bucks is a lot for email when you can get it for free. Um, Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And the principle. Yeah. I, I agree with you that like, you know, customers where they're definitely the premium or companies where they're the premium option, rarely have the pricing on the website. Um,
0: yeah, right. and,
1: man, it is the psychology of it is interesting because you would just walk away. Um, you know, we had a client who definitely had zero pricing on the site. You had to talk to somebody to get any pricing. And then the sales guys, um, you know, we were using a bot to qualify them and we did a pretty good job, but no matter what they would get people who got through and they're like, yeah, uh, at the end of one call, it's like, oh, the price is way too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But At least, when they yeah. close
1: customers, they make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and I wonder how many of those customers would have bounced if they saw the price up front that they're able to convert because they could show the quality yeah. or show the value. Yeah. Right, that's so-
1: That's always the question, man.
0: Yeah, no, 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 a hundred percent. It's it's a really interesting kind of case study and test because one thing from a CRO perspective with any site, you can honestly boil down every objection or point of friction into like three to seven categories. And so if it is around price and value, then you need to compete with that up front and make the them know the quality like what they're getting out of it um, so they when they come to look at price they've already been conditioned to know like the value they're getting from it
1: yeah yeah I love it so before we break um, we've been through these three funnels you've actually written a a, a book on you know hey how do we convert and, and, and grow businesses from your website what are your top three tips for anyone that's really looking to optimize and and grow their business. Um, what would what would be the advice you'd give yeah. them?
0: Yeah, I think the first thing is like, do you actually know what you're going for? Like what is your goal? Is it to get them to do a free trial, get them to do a demo, get them to buy on the spot, or just get them on a the call? Like be very focused on what your goal is for your landing page and not even just like your end goal, because obviously the end goal is money, but what is that first conversion you want them to do on the site? And are like if you went through your entire like funnel, is that crystal clear? Because a lot of times it's not. It's not obvious. Um, the other thing is, what is the leading indicator to get people to do that action? Because it's so sometimes we just like, we go for the jugular way too quick. Yeah. We're like, hey, buy my. Th- Thing right now, it's like, okay, let's pump the brakes. Let's not propose on the first date. Let's actually, if sometimes it's, let's get them with a piece of content, go for the, go for the concrete. We need to position as a thought leader. Hey, we need to get them get to watch a video of us doing a keynote. Um, we need to get them to look at a case study. Like what is that leading indicator you could optimize for in your email that shows your differentiation, your unique value prop, whatever that is, because that can buy you time that can get them excited enough to hopefully do the thing you want, which is a demo or a trial. So th- those are kind of two things. One, do you know you, what you actually want them to do? The second, what is that main leading indicator? Um, and then the third one, it's kind of obvious, but it's like, who are you sending to this page? And does it uh, does the persona that you're going after, are you speaking to them directly with your language? Because if if we talk about, funnels and CRO. If you boil it down, it's, it's words, it's copy, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, sales language. So taking it back to the basics of like a book, like influence, um, persuasion, persuasion, you know, who are you talking to? Do you know, understand their motivations, their intents? Do you understand the marketing or the the landscape? And are you speaking to them in their language? Cause I would take a well-written site over a beautifully designed site. 10 out of 10, 10 times. And the more, you know, your persona, the better you're going to be at at writing that copy. I know that's kind of like a a basic answer, but it's the more I get into it, the more true it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's fundamental, everything you're saying, but it's easy to forget as well. So um, before we let you go, tell us uh, just a little bit about your book. I've, I've read probably about half of it. I love it. Um, but for those of you that don't know about it, um, let everyone know.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I, um, after teaching for like four years at a general assembly, teaching digital marketing and working with tech stars, a VC startup and mentoring, um, quite a few founders and startups, I was able to get some reps in on like, okay, what's the difference between companies that hit this level of growth and the ones that don't, you know, what are the common pain points that people hit. And I literally had like 500 slides of content. I'm like, I don't want this to just die on my Google drive. Let me do something with it. So I essentially packaged it up into this book. And it's essentially, honestly, things I wish I would have known when taking an idea and trying to turn it into an actual business and, and how do you grow it online? So it's everything from, are you even ready to grow? How to validate that you have something when starting out? How do you grow? Whether you have $0 or you have a big budget, how do you your unit economics, um, and kind of how to run a growth team. So it's, um, yeah, it was, I, I definitely kind of got it from a lot of trial and error. And I also like put together some templates and stuff that we use to run a growth team that, that we included in there. So hopefully it's helpful for people that are trying to, to grow a business, um, on, on their own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I recommend it. So, uh, before I let you go, if people want to reach out and continue the conversation, Jim, um, how do they contact you?
0: Yeah, they can hit me up. Uh, my email is just jim at growthhit.com. I'm on Twitter at jimwhuffman. I post some stuff about funnels and the occasion, occasional baby photo. So um, I'm, I'm around.
1: Okay, man. Thank you. This has been awesome. And uh, we'll chat later.
0: Cool. Thanks, Billy.
1: Thanks for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And for past episodes, go to chatfunnels.com slash podcast.